these questions set up, and we'll be ready to start. And I have everything recording already, so we are ready to go. We're live? Yep, we are live. This well, I heard that this was a uh, podcast podcast that was uh, all about the legalization of marijuana in Illinois versus the illegalization of marijuana in Illinois. In my life, and I've lived in Illinois probably 50 of my bleep bleep years, and it's probably been 48 years that I've been completely illegal smoking marijuana. And as a teenager, I tried marijuana and we were completely paranoid of smoking marijuana. And I had no idea what marijuana was. I was probably um, 17, 18, had never tried marijuana. And uh, someone came into our group and they, they had marijuana. And we were like, oh my God, you know. And so we smoked marijuana and we all fell down on the ground and we started laughing like hyenas. And we didn't understand why we were laughing. Mm -hmm. So we kind of figured it's the marijuana. Yeah. So when you were first introduced to it, you said you were 17, 18. What kind of scene was it back then? Like, did you said you didn't know anything about it, so there wasn't any propaganda or anything like that out yet that you had seen at least? No, there was no propaganda about marijuana. We just knew that it was very illegal. Okay. And that if we got caught smoking marijuana, we'd be in uh, a lot of trouble and we'd be arrested and we'd be, you know, um, in jail and, you know, so, um, but I had no idea when I smoked it that I was going to feel that happy and that, that much comedy. And we were all, there were like nine of us sitting on a park bench in the middle of Chicago in a um, community now called Inglewood, which was and is the most feared neighborhood in the city of Chicago. And we were sitting on a park bench and we were laughing and laughing and laughing. And, and someone said, uh, you know, it's, it's the marijuana. It's the marijuana. So we... Um, Figured it's okay. This is, uh, you know, a nice, uh, nice thing, and you know, pleasant. And because um, basically all we ever did as teenagers is we'd uh, get a quart of beer, and the quart of beer cost uh, forty cents. So you drink a quart of beer, and you got a buzz. And we smoked marijuana, and. Um, we had a real bus mm -hmm. and um, we never told our parents, I mean, uh, but we never heard of the um, real fear of marijuana. I mean, in our neighborhood, we, you know, we called it grass. Mm -hmm. It wasn't called marijuana. It was just 
grass. So the stuff that you smoked back then, would you say is as strong as today, or do you have to smoke way less now and more when you're younger? Um, it was hard to decide for many years. And um, until weed uh, started to be uh, manufactured by what they call hydroponic. And when hydroponic weed started to uh, become available in our community and our, our uh, group, it was very, very strong, much stronger than, I mean, I've had um, Acapulco Gold. I've had um, African Black. Believe it or not, Africa had a marijuana in 1970 that was pitch black pitch black weed yeah. and you'd get like a only like um you could only get a gram or two of it because it was so rare but it was so good mm -hmm. and then we had what was called thai weed thai weed was probably what hydroponic marijuana was before the hydroponic Thai weed was something that was very, very, very strong bud. And they would take it off of the bud, take the stem off and take a, um, not a chopstick, but a, um, fine little piece of bamboo and it came from Thailand. Mm -hmm. So that's why they call it Thai stuff. And it was a fine little piece of bamboo and they took like um, um, a noodle string or a um, fine, fine, fine hemp string okay. made out of hemp and they wrapped it until it was just like a Christmas tree of just good bud and that was that was the best marijuana in the world when that first came out it reveled it blew away um jamaican mexican there was acapulco gold colombian red from colombia there was a weed that was called colombian red and it from what I know now about marijuana, the development of that, the Colombian red had a um, very high THC content in it. Then you started to get, you know, um, the effects were stronger. You were um, relaxed more, sedated more, higher than a kite. And, and that was, you know, Colombian was at the time the best. Acapulco, gold was like, for a while, it, it just ran the whole, the weed industry. Was it the color gold? Yes, it was, yeah. Okay. It was a uh, real gold, gold, gold. And of course, what we know now about 
marijuana and the colors of marijuana. The flavonoids. Is the strength of the marijuana. Yeah. You know, before hydroponic, I am a pre-hydroponic pot smoker. So just the soil and... Just Thai weed was the almighty God from Thailand. And it was completely cleaned and it was straight bud, N nothing else. No pesticides, well, organically grown. Yes, I mean, Thai is, you know, I mean, uh, you know, organic wasn't a word yet. Okay. But you was know. it still like a lifestyle, like people chose to live that way or was it not as known as it is today? Um, everything in the world at one time was organic. Yeah. As man progressed and became more modernized, organic fell away because of the can. So now things are canned and organic. And I mean, there was, uh, everything was made from the soil. It was all real, real food. And the um, cities created preserves. Mm -hmm. So now there were a million people in this area. How are we going to feed them? So they used the uh, drying, the salting, the canning became, you know, they invented canning. I mean, you know, I mean, canning in a can, it lasts forever. Three years, or you get botulism, mm -hmm. which, whichever you like, you know, but. So they, I mean, we were using soil for a long time for growing everything and now we're going up to hydroponics and some people are even doing aeroponics. That's new technology on um, just growing plants in air and trying to see like if we can grow it faster with these UV rays um, being underneath like grow lights and stuff like that. Um, so it's, it's interesting how it's developed over the years and the hydroponics too, they're able to add more nutrients and really control everything based off of like when the plant is watered, how much, what's in the nutrients and stuff like that. So it makes it a lot easier. To our podcast. Yes, to our podcast. I mean, podcast. Podcast, yeah. Sorry, excuse me. <laughs> but it's legal now. It is. <laughs> <laughs> and it is. Yeah, so that's why it got probably a lot stronger and with the medical too. Oh, the cultivation. Oh yeah became insane mm -hmm. and what they're growing now and what I'm smoking now never was for fifth, the last 50 years wasn't around at all. I mean, it was just like, you know, but um, you know where it started? Where? California. Santa Cruz, up in the mountains, the uh, California guy started the um, hydroponics and, you know, and we would listen and someone would say, it's from California, <laughs> it's hydroponic. They still say that today. <laughs> well, and then you knew that it was um, very good 
and very strong. And since then, I've gotten higher than 17 kites on a windy March day. You know, with the strength of the new hydroponic and, you know, you are part of the cutting edge of um, the cultivation of the cannabis and, you know, you know, your concept and your idea is so scientific and it is like, um, it's a beautiful thing. Hello. We're back. Um, we're back to Modelo. Cheers. But I do have to tell you a serious, serious story about how illegal marijuana really is. So I was, um, I owned an art school in Cocoa Beach, Florida, the Cocoa Beach Academy of Fine Art. I was the art director, the CEO of the, and I owned a sandwich shop on another street right off of the beach. And so we decide we're gonna go to a big mountain picnic in West Virginia. But we had to go through Florida and then Georgia. States that do not like cannabis at and all. It, this is a good story. I got to have another puff and uh, tell you this. <laughs> good story. The judge would be proud of me. <laughs> no joke. Oh, I had a judge. But he was always saying, okay, I like to go fishing. But when I go fishing, I like to drink. So I figured I would drink before I went fishing and not bring it with me. <laughs> the moral of this story will be soon told. So marijuana's been always illegal since the Indians discovered it and the, the white man <laughs> said forbade it, you know. I mean, the indigenous people used it. Mm -hmm. That and all kinds the of Romans, other everyone used it. earthy herbal mm -hmm. kind of stuff. You know, so we're just... Uh, rediscovering. Mm -hmm. But I'm in leaving Florida. And we had three pounds of marijuana cookies. <laughs> what kind of chocolate chip? Oatmeal and chocolate chip. A big tub. This big, that high, big plastic tub. When we left, where we lived in Co on the beach, where I lived, 
Fragnar was my ocean. So we get this idea, we're gonna to go to this big uh, a drum circle in the mountains of West Virginia. And so we're passing through Florida, make through Florida. We need oil. So we pull over and we are going to uh, wait for the morning light, go to a service station and get oil. But one of our friends that we brought along told me, Mario, I can't eat a marijuana cookie because I had a nervous breakdown the last time I had a marijuana cookie. And I said, well, Sandy, don't have a marijuana cookie. Okay, so two o'clock in the morning, we're on the side of a road in the state of Georgia, deep in redneck, racist, hateful people that they're there because they're stuck together and they're, they're really evil, kind of crazy people, you know? So my friend wakes up about two in the morning, Sandy, and she uh, eats a cookie. The one she said she didn't want to eat, that you said don't eat, and she ate anyway. While we were all sleeping. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Was she the driver? No. That's good. <laughs> she escaped the van because she told me, Mario, the last time I had a marijuana cookie, I had a nervous breakdown. So I said, don't. don't. Eat one. So she ate it and she had a nervous breakdown. Oh, no. Lil, she's in the streets of Georgia in Macon County, Georgia, as far deep south in Georgia that you can fucking be and still be northern people and you know not lynched or whatever you know and so um she eats the cookie gets out of the van walks around we're all snoring walks around and looks up at the street light and stone out from mine from the cookie is a and the cops pull up. George's cop, sheriff, and says, who are you, what are you doing? And she looks up at the streetlight. I'm looking for the king frog god of Nepal, India. <laughs> this guy <laughs> wrapped her up in a straight check. <laughs> no joke. <laughs> Put her in a straight jacket and took her to Savannah, Georgia, like a mental oh, no. <laughs> So we're like, Where did you guys find her? <laughs> we're like snoring away, and all of a sudden we are open up. It's the sheriff, and we got your friend Sandy in a nut house in Savannah. How did they find you? And she said, you gave them drugs. Oh. 
it gets better. You talk about the illegal versus legal. I mean, that's our whole, mm-hmm. that's why I knew, you know, I'm gonna tell some fucking ridiculous stories about weed and, mm-hmm. you know. So um, all of a sudden I'm like, oh fuck. I have a satchel that a friend of mine made mm-hmm. that had 15 compartments and I had 15 compartments of marijuana from all over the planet. That's awesome. In, but listen to this one. So we're in deep trouble. We are completely illegal in the state of George. I mean, we are like, hang them? Or just take their money. And no one had ever known about you. Mm-hmm. That's how serious the South is about people disappearing and, you know, in about illegal or whatever. So we're fucked. So we're in the van and they said, can we search your van? I said, no, you can't search the van. And they went away for 20 minutes. And all of a sudden they started banging on the van door. Open up. We have the judge here. He's going to sign the search warrant. I'm like, holy fuck. So open up. Sure enough, they brought a, a grammar school chair with the desk and the judge in his pajamas. We're <laughs> gonna off to jail. <laughs> we're off to jail. We're we're busted. So um, this uh, Georgie cop, he uh, checks out my. Um, stash of smokables and it's got 15 different selections of marijuana from around the world but what really got us arrested (laughs) no he found hash he found and he pulled it out and he said god damn hash and that was it. <laughs> Arrested. And so we're in deep fucking trouble. I have maybe, um, we have probably $5,000 between all of us, you know, not even. And uh, so now we're, we're in a uh, Georgia jail. We're like, this is weird. We're, they're bringing us to a mansion. A little a house like this. Made in the bars. Every room was a, a jail room. Mm-hmm. In Georgia. They're deep in the, you know, the south of Georgia. So, um, like, 
we're fucked. <laughs> we're in jail. Yeah. We're in this fucking house like yours, but we're in, you know, me and my uh, two guy friends were in one cell, mm -hmm. and the two girls that were with us were in another cell. <clears throat> and we're like, uh, we're in deep trouble. So all of a sudden, we're in the cell. This is like, and the uh, police commander was a woman. And they're arresting a black man while we were in the already in the cells in a Georgian mansion they made into a jail. So this uh, female commander in chief of police comes in and the guy is about 300 pounds and she's throwing him around in the jail and throws him into the cell in between us. So now, and this guy is yelling, uh, I'm gonna, when I get you, I'm gonna kill you like fucking a monster. We're like, oh, fucking shit. Oh, you know, terrifying. oh, it was fucking horrible. You know, so we're like, what the fuck? So one of the um, um, either state's attorney or, you know, whoever it was from, from the courts said, we have the most perfect attorney for you. And I'm like, okay. And they said he was the only attorney that passed the bar examination in Georgia that had been caught with two kilos of cocaine. I said, okay, yeah, I'll, um, gladly I'd like to hire him as my attorney because I am in, we're in, well, we're in deep, we're in deep. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is like, um, I want to go on vacation. I was only a thousand miles from home. All I needed was another 500 miles, <laughs> you know. Mm -hmm. So it was a, uh, not a good thing in the life, you know. And so um, I'm like, okay, yeah. So we hire this attorney the guy who had gotten caught with cocaine and still passed the, uh, the uh, bar associations, you know, became a lawyer. I mean, even though he had been convicted of cocaine and very rare that you're allowed to be. So we hire him. He says, listen, um, it's Friday and we have to go to court on Monday. And I've signed you out under my jurisdiction and I bailed you out. And you are now, you have to be in my custody. We're not in jail. We go live in a Georgian mansion with the, the attorney owned a Georgian mansion. And um, he was having a family party and invited us to the family party. Oh so God. now we're tubing down a, a river <laughs> while well, we're out on bail for marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> 
but it gets better. So that's Saturday. We're having a Sunday. We're having this. He's lawyer is rolling giant joints. <laughs> we're sitting in his living room, just like ten minutes after he got us out of jail, you know. And little did the Georgian uh, jail know, there was uh, five pounds of cookies <laughs> in the van in the police department, right in the parking lot, <laughs> you know. So um, that was our secret. We were, none of us said anything about because we look at each other. So it was like, so finally, so Saturday we're partying with this attorney, family, hush puppies, deep fried foods. We're, we're tubing naked. <laughs> no joke. We're tubing, we're just hippies. They fucking bust us. We're, <laughs> we're in Georgia too. <laughs> They couldn't blame him. These are the prisoners. <laughs> oh, they arrested those guys. <laughs> They're here on a bond. <laughs> oh, we had a ride. So, Sunday, we had another party of this place. Monday morning, we had to completely be sober and dressed to the max and, you know, um, I found a tie in a sports jacket somehow, you know, deep in hillbilly land. And um, so our attorney says, oh yeah, Mara, this is no problem. You know, he and I were, we're good buddies. Oh yeah, I've got this. So it's about a half hour before trial. And he says, Mario, something happened. They changed the judge. And you have the hanging judge, the hanging judge. And I'm like, oh, oh my God. Like, you know, no joke. And uh, he says, but don't worry. He and I, we go fishing all the time. I'm like, okay. So, um, why are we there? We got marijuana. We're illegal in the state of Georgia. Still is. Just, you know, drive the speed limit if you're going to take weed through Georgia and get the hell out of Georgia's fast as you can <laughs> seriously no joke so um i'm like okay so they have a meeting the judge the attorney and he asked me he says mario how much money do you have i said uh, 3800 and he says okay so he goes and has a meeting with the judge and he comes out and he says Mario, we're going to fine you $3,200. And the money we left, just use 
and get the hell out of Georgia. And I said, oh, no problem. You know, and they brought Sandy in from the nut house. Remember back in the mm -hmm. beginning? That's why we were in the court. They brought Sandy back from the nut house and she owned a florist in right on the ocean in Cocoa Beach, Florida, beautiful florist. And she just should have never taken the, the cookie. You know, we would all been no problem. We'd have gone and had a major successful picnic vacation. But um, so I, and, you know, the uh, judge and the attorney had a meeting and he said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take like uh, 3,200. We're going to find you 3,200 and you know, that will leave you enough money to, you know, get out of here and never come back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, no problem. <laughs> no, <laughs> no problem. Oh, seriously. But they didn't realize we had five pounds of the best marijuana cookies in the van. And while we were leaving the parking lot of the police station, we were swallowing all the cookies as fast <laughs> as we could and drove out of the, drove out of the parking lot <laughs> on our vacation. They, you know, they would have, they would have never believed that. That was when no one looked for. In food? No, no. When did edibles start becoming more prevalent then? Um, let's see. Um, probably 90. And since you didn't really have a lot of knowledge when you first found out about cannabis, when did you start hearing like this negative stigma against it in America? Um, because it's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> but like just people just really not being okay with cannabis at all and really like from generations that have watched like the reefer madness and um, just different propaganda against cannabis. Um, you know that you're always flying under the radar as a cannabis um, user or, you know, participant in uh, smoking cannabis. So then we always had to be very, very, very hidden and discreet. My mother would come home from work and I had one of the original hookah pipes that you could burn a quarter ounce of weed in the bowl. That's normally what we would burn, but it had five hoses. So you'd have five friends smoking weed, not whatever they do now, vape or this was marijuana. 
And uh, my mother would come in and, and so we had to burn a lot of incense. Because she would say, Mario, what's that smell? Incense. <laughs> incense. <laughs> well, you know, you ask about, um, you know, we've, um, we've had to hide marijuana usage, you know, forever. I mean, you know, cops would pull you over and first thing they do is start searching for drugs or marijuana or weed or whatever, you know. And now um, you can have marijuana. Hallelujah, Illinois. Do you think cannabis should be illegal? Oh, no, not at all. No, no. no. Um, I'm a user of all kinds of different things. And I use uh, tequilas and alcohols and marijuanas and masculines and um, marijuana isn't as dangerous as drinking. Mm -hmm. Drinking can kill you. For stimulation, I mean, drinking, you need to drink more than that. Yeah. Smoking, you don't smoke more than that. And smoking, I mean, and you get you, you get, you know, I mean, psychedelic. What does that mean? You're communicating. You're you're psychic. You're you're psychedelic. <laughs> what else can I say? Hey, <laughs> you're psychedelic, right? So, but um, yeah, I mean, it's. Picture this, my brother came upon his dresser drawer that I had packed with marijuana. And he went to look for socks one day and all he saw was a whole dresser drawer full of weed. <laughs> <laughs> he almost fucking died. <laughs> Mario! <laughs> My God, Morgan! This is Joe. Take it easy. <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> he couldn't believe it. <laughs> Mario went down bargain. Oh, he was, you know. First of all, he couldn't find any socks. And the second, the drawer was full of weed. You know, he tells that story at uh, some quiet parties. And it's always hilarious, you know. But, um, Let's see, another high school, illegal marijuana. So we would, um, lunchtime you go out, parking lot, and you have a glass of fine rotgut wine, and you'd have a puff, smoke a joint and then go back into typing. And just not know how to type or check shit. <laughs> Teacher's like, what? You know, like, you know, just beat you up. You had to get beat up and you couldn't tell them you're out smoking marijuana. 
you know, at lunchtime. <laughs> then they'd be like, what oh. the heck? <laughs> oh, yeah. But um, yes, there is and always will be somewhat of a war against cannabis. You know, there's, uh, will always be. But um, more and more, they're finding it's better than that. The medicinal properties, if you use it properly and don't, now marijuana is stronger than any uh, man-made drug. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It, cannabis can replace a lot of drugs that they use nowadays and it can um, possibly help with like cancer treatments what the side effects are which is nausea and a loss of appetite and help with that and help so you don't get cancer that's what some research is saying but they're trying to say like it's not a hundred percent reliable yet, and I think that's just because it's not fully legalized that they don't want to say that it's sure. there. It's just not legal mm -hmm. in America yet. You know, if the whole country legalized it, it would be, you know, better country. And I mean, most of the states in America are already medical, or at least decriminalized. That it makes it so. I mean, we're able to use and. I mean, honestly, my teacher said today, and I kind of agree with him, is that once the states turn medical, they it takes like about five years for them to turn recreational too. Because, I mean, all cannabis use really is medical use. But now it's just for fun. Peace. Double time. Peace. Right? So do you think that cannabis will become more part of the culture and when do you think it will become legalized? As a country in America? I would say um, 10 years. The United States will be legal with marijuana. Thank you so much, Mario, for talking about your stories of cannabis being illegal and how you handled that. So I guess I just wanted to ask in the future of cannabis becoming or is becoming medical in a lot of different states, how do you think it can help? What do you think is and should be the end goal of it? Um, usage with moderation. Yeah. Like everything that is a um, drug or a non-prescription or prescription or, you know, right now there are no prescriptions for mm -hmm. cannabis. You know, <laughs> so... People just now, they're higher than kites that'll ever been, you know. I mean, in moderation, you know. I mean, that's my feeling. You know, I've, um, you know, I lived deep in the mountains of New Mexico. 
I was around the uh, religious peyote Indians, the, the Hopi and the Navajo and you know, in the Southwest and drugs are good as long as they're natural drugs, they're even better. But um, what do you see the cannabis development in America now? I am hoping that it's going to become decriminalized at the very least. I don't know when medical will be everywhere, and I'm not sure about recreational. And I'm thinking if they decriminalize cannabis, then they'll at least give states their own right to decide what happens if it's medical, if it's recreational, if it's just going to stay decriminalized. Um, and then individual cities can make up their own laws. I'm not sure where exactly it's going, but I'm hoping it will become decriminalized at the very least. And I'm no, it should be. It definitely no. should be because yes, because of you have vodka, you have fucking hundred and fifty proof rums, mm -hmm. you have flammables that I use as a chef, serving of shots. <laughs> you know, I mean, oh, give me a triple, yeah, nice. Mm -hmm. You know, so um, cannabis is a, a very good thing for America to, um, what would I say, um, relax on? Mm -hmm. And I think, well, I know the reasons that it is schedule one is completely ridiculous and it shouldn't be on that level. It's on the same level as heroin with cocaine as a schedule two. And marijuana is now? Marijuana is schedule one. Yes. I didn't know that. And so it doesn't have any, it cannot. Well, what about research. in Illinois? It's not a. Well, in the entire United States. I understand. Okay. So, correct. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's still very illegal in a lot of states, mm -hmm. and you just don't want to yeah. drive through Georgia. <laughs> right? <laughs> don't drive through Georgia. <laughs> don't drive. <laughs> Oh my God, the South is like, it's fucking nuts. You know, they th you, they look at you and, man, we'll arrest her right now. Put her in that jail. You know, she's having too much fun. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, um, what else do you have to say about the industry? Watch the MORE Act. Watch what's happening with it because it seems like a couple of the sections where they're trying to funnel money, it doesn't look like it's really going anywhere. And it kind of just seems like a loophole for something. So really make sure that you are getting involved with what's happening right now in the cannabis industry and making sure that you are researching everything and looking up for yourself and getting your own information. I mean, trusting multiple sources really I would recommend that or going to scholarly sources and stuff like that. But look what's going on in politics because that is the future. And honestly, there's but no most of all, don't forget to medicate. If you need it, do it safely. Don't smoke too much because it can have adverse effects and 
relax and take it chill. So thank you so much for signing on to this episode of Geeking Cannabis with Mario Palaggi talking about his experiences of cannabis throughout the decades. And I hope you really enjoy all that. my talking heads. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What fun. And it's a pleasure to know Lily. And I know Lily is a, um, a new frontier of cannabis purveyors and in the can the field of cannabis as part of the mainstream so it's a pleasure being interviewed by you and i hope my comedy and the three stooges of marijuana and being illegal and all the police chasing me has been funny <laughs> Tune in next time.